Ohana. Welcome to this week's episode of the Married to a Disney Attic podcast. This is show number 16, and we're your hosts, Matt and Crystal. If you joined us last week, you heard part one of our discussion on celebrating Christmas at Walt Disney World. We just had so much to talk about that we had to split it in two. So without further ado, let's jump back into that conversation. We're in the prime location to start talking about Epcot. Because if you don't actually start in UK or France, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Anyone who says Canada or Mexico, I'm sorry. It's UK <laughs> or France. That is your starting point. <laughs> All right, Stuart, you're sitting there. You're muted. He's contemplating. He knows that Epcot's coming up. What is it? What's one thing that stands out about Epcot at this time of year for you? The cookie stroll. I mean, I know it's kind of, but I'm a sucker for, for Christmas cookies. And <laughs> the more Christmas cookies I can get. They also, don't they have that, forgive me, I'm not as addicted to Epcot as other places. Don't they have a food a food festival for the holidays? Holiday food yeah, festival or something like that? Festival of the holidays. Yeah, that is awesome. And you have to walk a whole bunch to walk off all the calories that you get from eating that place. But th that's one of the that's one of the, uh, the the things I remember the most. Not remember the most, but we were able to get to Epcot during the COVID times. And the COVID times. It's like the dark times. Like, it is like the, the dark times. We talk about it. But we were able to get there, and Epcot was one of the few places that it was already day into the vacation. Everybody had gotten their crazy family things out of the way and so we just had a really nice stroll and you know walked around uh my my oldest two like ran to the Jap japan pavilion because they could get like the funko for their show i don't but only <laughs> there <laughs> and so they had a really good time doing that but yeah the, the food at epcot during the holidays is some of the best some right. of disney, the best disney knows what they're doing because they made world showcase where you get all this food basically just into a giant track so you just do laps yeah you just yeah. keep going around and around and it's my favorite way to to run laps slowly walking <laughs> and eating as i do it run is so, such a it's such a dirty word i don't even like that <laughs> so you mentioned the cookie stroll right that is technically part of the the festival of the holidays yeah. where you go to these booths and there's certain cookies you get and then i think you get a if you if you eat what five of the cookies, you get a prize, and I think it's just another thing to eat. So they're just right. like really like just eat all the food, get whatever you can. But it's it's basically a continuation of the we'll call it the festival season, right? Because at Epcot, there's only what like three days now where there's no festival <laughs> going on. So they have the Flower and Garden Festival that transforms into the Food and Wine Festival, and then it transforms into the Festival of the Holidays. You get all of the the little marketplace booths where you can definitely get all of this awesome holiday-inspired foods and beverages. and But there's, there's, like, more to it as well. They have, what is it called, the storytellers, mm -hmm. where it's like you go to each of the countries and they kind of, they have different versions of Santa Claus or other uh, versions of the stories that fit their holiday season. You get to learn about it, which is one of the things I think we really like about Epcot is it it, it is that perfect mix that Walt wanted of, entertainment and education right Which is, that was going to be my next thing i love how edutainment edutainment i love how the different uh pavilions decorate according to their culture 
So one of the things I remember from you guys is that going to the German trains, I love those pictures that you guys did. I don't remember. It's been so long, but you guys walked around that and Lincoln was asleep in the stroller and you guys showed all the, the, the German trains and that was fantastic. And I loved it. I love that. Speaking of the German trains, that they changed the flags, the little banners um, in the one village section based on the festival that is happening at Epcot. So they if it's even the flag, you know, the, right? I believe yeah. when we were there last time, they decorate the houses to make it look like it's Christmas time. Right. In, yeah, that's in awesome. that village. That's right. awesome. And that's all that attention to detail. So right, which Disney is famous for. Claire, you were just there. Did you did you stroll the world showcase and Epcot at Christmas is my happy place. Um, there is no question for me that uh, yes, we strolled the booths and we we drank some of the drinks and ate some <laughs> of the food. Um, I think for me there are probably three things that are must dos. Number one, living with the land with the holiday lights in the dark. You do it twice, obviously. You do it in the you do it in the day when it's you get to see a big and then again when the when it's dark with all those lights and the, the decorations, it is so much fun. Um, and I remember as a child going and thinking, this is a really boring ride. And I know I've reached adulthood when I go on it and I go, now I see what my parents were looking at. And I absolutely love that attraction. And even more so in the holiday season with those lights and the way in which they they dress it up. It's it's unique and um, I absolutely adore it. It's an amazing attraction. It's an underrated attraction just in general. And I 100% agree with what you're saying, how like most kids don't. <laughs> this does not include Lincoln. <laughs> most kids don't like living with the land. Lincoln loves living with the land. We actually, every time we go on, we take a picture and we use the hashtag Lincoln with the land because he amazing. loves, he loves that ride. There was one time he was, he was what, three? And it was yeah. closed. And we were like, okay, we're going. And he was so excited and it was closed. And he was weeping. (laughs) Like he was so sad he couldn't go. And the cast members were like, oh no. Like they gave him like a captain's hat. They were like, it'll be open another. I promise. They were so upset. He loves that ride. And he hasn't seen it, I don't think, at Christmas time. At least to where he'll remember it. Yeah. So I'm excited to bring him to that one. That's a great. What does he dig about that ride? What is, what is. I don't know. Okay. He's a very sensory kid. So Epcot in general, because it is, as we mentioned, that one track round mm. circle he knows what's coming he knows what's coming but he likes, he likes um science it's a very he does he likes science and nature but it's very uh, it's a calming ride that is absolutely mm. true we did the we did the behind the seeds tour with him like he wanted to do it and he for the whole time he was like it was an hour like buddy you might get bored and he's like he's running up and he's like look at the <laughs> bugs and he's like the lady was ke- kept like kind of like catering to him because he was the, the youngest kid on the tour and he was like oh and he, he loved every second of it so that's that's a great ride but another thing that Epcot does at night is the candlelight processional. Well, okay. Hang oh, on. I'm I skipping too far. <sighs> I'm sorry. She had three things. Oh, right. She mentioned sorry, living with the land. So I'm candlelight sure processional was number three, but I'll go I'll go with my number two, which is a must do and is probably one of the two times I get emotional in in Walt Disney World, and that is going to the American Adventure and watching Voices of Liberty sing, um, and they sing the Christmas whatever their Christmas choices are for that particular performance. every And they go back into their Dickensian costumes, which they right. have su- subsequently for the rest of the season not not been wearing. Um, they look really hot and uncomfortable, just saying. But they, <laughs> <laughs> they sound 
unbelievably good and this time we saw them twice um i took videos every time i watched them and it i just everything about voices of liberty is this is the festival you know it's 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 holiday season for me it feels like christmas when i've heard them sing there are they singing in the rotunda are they outside oh they're in the rotunda in the rotunda during the day but then they become the christmas tree on the candlelight processional in the evenings so you get you get to see extra bonus voices of liberty content i do love hearing them in the rotunda the acoustics the, uh, that echo that they get going is right sit on the floor beautiful. that's a place to be <laughs> i've never come out of american adventure and it, i know for sure claire's gonna laugh at me it's like you know you go hear voices of liberty and claire it's amazing that you say because it does it's literally one of those things that can almost make you weak because it's so good but then you go watch you go up the stairs and you see all the flags and you go watch the movie and then it's got that ending song at the end and don't you like just want to run out of american adventure at the end and scream i'm from the usa you know and it's like you get this patriotic feel and it's 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 to me it's it's an I tell everybody. Maybe, maybe us from America feel that. When you're from the UK, it doesn't, it, it doesn't have that same quite. <laughs> We're the bad guys in that film. <laughs> so for, us, for the people from the US, you get this <laughs> patriotic feel. And by the time it's like, I want to go out and sprint a hundred meter dash when I finish. You know? <laughs> but uh, no, I always tell everybody, don't write off the, don't write off the the countries and the shows and the movies because they're they're all in their own way they're all really incredible you know it's it's just really awesome to see them you know there's so many people that stroll the countries and don't go in the countries you have to go in the countries there's so i want to see yeah i want to go and see every corner of every building and store and courtyard and that's like the best part the people just walk by i don't i don't get it i'm like just go in just go in i could spend a whole day in world showcase open to close in the entire day but there's no there you know there's very 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 few rides (laughs) you know there's a lot of attractions but very few like rides in world showcase and so that that makes my children not want to do any of it we have to split the day in half we give lincoln the early part we're in the front, we hit a couple rides, and then we're like, okay, buddy, once it's like lunchtime, we're in World Jokes for the rest of the day. And you know what? Again, he's a kind of a weird kid because he's okay with it. Like, he, want, he wants to go see the trains. He wants to, he, like, the certain things that he wants to go see every time, and a lot of it's in World Showcase. That's a testament to what Disney can do, right? Like, most kids wouldn't want to do that, but a lot of Disney kids do want to go and, and enjoy that, that area. So I'm excited now Claire gets to give her number three. I can't wait to hear (laughs) So my number three was the Candlelight Processional. And I'll have a caveat to this in terms of being British. I find I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with the Candlelight in terms of the fact that I love it for its pageantry and it's, you know, everyone who goes seems to have an amazing time. Me being very British, I find the glitz and like the, the glitteriness of it just a little bit overwhelming. (laughs) <laughs> because it is nothing like you would ever find in the UK. It is um, so far away from how we have Christmas celebrations. And I love it for that, but I also find it a little bit challenging. <laughs> so... 
Yeah, I mean, so you're talking more about maybe a little over the top of how yeah. some of the stuff is presented. Even, even to the extent that some of the, um, like the carol tunes are different to the ones that we use in the UK, which, it, you know, it just feels a bit strange. Um, but I, I love it that I think the performers are outstanding. The, the orchestra blows my mind every time. And then, you know, the, all the different presenters bring their own nuance to the to the table um, and I, I've never seen anyone not enjoy it. Did Who you did you have as your narrator? Yeah. <laughs> so last year I saw Whippy Goldberg, which was amazing and she was very chilled about the whole thing and it was it was, you know, another day at the office for her. This year we were meant to see Simu Liu, but he was unwell. Wow. Um so we saw oh my life, I've got to try and remember his name. Um he is I can't remember his name. He is the lead singer of Mercy Me, whoever they are. Right. Someone yeah, reminded me. That, Bart that, Millard. Millard. That's yeah. him. Yeah. He's. Yeah. I I didn't. Re- I love Mercy Me. A, I didn't see. I didn't know he was the piano light professional. Yeah. So he got fill-in. called up. Right. He got called up with two days' notice. So I think well, he, I mean, he can sing that. He can sing the roof of a of anything. So <laughs> it's a, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, but, it was also it was also actually right that yeah. did it as well because yeah. Sima Lu wasn't available and they had to uh, they had to go to go in. I know the the big one is is Neil Patrick Harris. Like everybody always wants to go to see NPH John Stamos. I would love to see. Yeah, I would love right. to see either of them. We, we're, uh, we're supposedly seeing Eva Longoria. Yeah. Um, when we when we go, so we're good. But the thing that I uh, really like about the Candlelight Processional is. A lot of the performers are cast members, right? They Disney goes and they want their cast members to be involved in all of this, and they invite them to be part of the processional rather than going and like just hiring a professional chorus. They say we have the talent here, we have the people here. They want to be part of it, and they want to showcase their people. And I I love that part of it. And then isn't it also local high schools? have choruses that partake in it as well is that a ticketed event no well so hmm. kind of but kind of not so you can you can just walk up they see what is it three times a night they do this you can you can just walk up the line gets crazy they put the walk up but there is a semi-ticketed version where you if you do like the dining package you get uh preferred seating like guaranteed preferred it's a seating. standby line they have and it gets really long <laughs> right um the best way to do it is through the dining package where you get reserved seating and you can the cool so we that's what we're doing we have the dining package so we can go in but it doesn't like we i always thought it was like oh you have to go to like the dinner here and you have to go like right after we you don't have to do that you can actually get like breakfast so we our dining packages we have breakfast at the garden grill that morning and then we're, and then we get to go back for the show at like 5:15 i think we're doing the earlier one cuz of the boys so we're like we can go a little bit later so there's tons of different options they even have a few where it's like same day dining package if you go to i think regal eagle smokehouse and spice road table it's kind of walk up and it's first come first serve but you can go that day and also try to to get in but like we've been saying booking in advance is probably the best bet if you're trying to to get that but no you don't technically need it and the great thing about it is it's an open theater and you can hear it and you can still enjoy it really no matter where you are but that's, we're to sit down. 
that's what I appreciate the most about that. And and don't get me wrong, I love all of the other, ho- you know, the Jollywood Nights and the Very Merry Christmas Party and all that sort of stuff. But it's nice to have this one thing be, quote unquote, for everybody, right? right. Because, you know, those ticketed, those extra ticketed events, they, they do add up. If, you know, like I travel with a family of five, you know, if it, we're not going to Jollywood Nights, sorry. Um, but we could get to uh, the, the candlelight procession, even if it's just on the breezeway listening to, to all of that. So um, that's what that's another thing I appreciate about that. Yeah, and it, it all depends on who the narrator is as to what that right. crowd is like on the breezeway. Right. Mm. Um, I mean, when you get the big names, um, like Neil Patrick Harris, um, I think John Stamos was just there. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg, I, I'm like Claire, I got to see Whoopi when I saw it, and I, I thought she was wonderful. But, you know, you're going to get bigger crowds for those bigger names, and it might not be as easy to see it, but... <laughs> You know, look, I'm just, let me say it from the highest peak. Do the dining package. Even if you don't like the restaurant, do the dining package (laughs) because it's worth it. Um, The way that works is when you go to the dining, just so people know, when you go to the dining, when you pay your bill at the end, they will actually give you a sticker that you put on yourself that has the time of the show because there are different candlelight processionals there's the early there's the late my name is there three there's but, three it's like 5 15 yeah. 7 it's like 5 15 and something and then like 8 30 like or whatever yeah. but they give you the sticker that says your time on it you get in one line everybody who's in standby <laughs> is in the other line and they will funnel that entire crowd in that has the reserved and it gets really full And I have seen people that are in the standby that get there at two o'clock in the afternoon to get in standby line for the first show and they don't get in it. They they're waiting till the second or third show to get in the the thing. So no matter what the place is, go eat and get the dining package. Best money you'll spend. (laughs) (laughs) Dining packages are very helpful and very good. And this is just another example of how awesome they are. So. <laughs> All right, Claire, we have to ask you because I did ask for Jollywood Nights if there was any beverage or food that stuck out to you. Is there anything from the Festival of the Holidays that we need to go get? I, there's probably a lot because there's tons of food. <laughs> but is there one where – so Crystal is the adult beverage person in the relationship and I am the food person. So is there something that each of us should go get? Ooh, I am trying to think. So what did we get in See, I'm a bit of a sucker. I go traditional when I'm in Epcot, and I always go for the Grey Goose slushy in France. That is a must-do. You're not wrong. Whatever the season. All the seasons, probably. We would all get along, the three of us. (laughs) (laughs) That's just just a book of trip. I'll tell you what I I actually really enjoy. So I'm actually vegetarian, so the meat things don't happen for me. I really love the in um, Morocco. They actually had it for um, food and wine as well. They did a bread which had a uh, drip and the hummus and uh, there was a third sort of, it was almost like a chimichurri, but it was it was like a coriander, sorry, cilantro um, dip. Um, that uh, the, that bread is incredible. They just need to make it bigger for the mm. number of dip, the amount of dip that you get. <laughs> so I, I, we were looking through the, the menus and we always love uh, Tangerine Cafe. Like we love that location. 
and that is the 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 stone baked bread the stone baked moroccan bread stood out to me i was like i need to go get this so hearing that you said that it's great okay. we just have to order two to get two pieces of bread <laughs> you probably should just order three just, just to be safe. like just give me the bread just to be sure yeah double check <laughs> Because Lincoln will eat the bread and not any of the dips. So oh, that's why there we is go that. to France first and we buy the whole baguette so he can walk around with a baguette while we eat all yeah. the because he's the pickiest child in the world. Again, no, not he's Ross. not. Oh. No, he's not. <laughs> Debatable for another time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Is there anything else that we need to mention about Epcot? Uh, before we move on to, I guess, the uh, the main attraction. Also. I, I mean, hopping on the monorail and going over to those resorts. We can hit the resorts first before we get over there. But is there anything else in, in Epcot? Right. So we talked about the festival of the holidays. We talked about Candlelight Processional. We talked about all the food. I'm excited to see what they're going to do and how they're going to incorporate, you know, so the front half of that park now that. The walls are coming down and and it's opened up a little bit more and right. all that sort of stuff. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. Do they do a special projection on on uh, Spaceship Earth for the holidays? Do we know? So they didn't have anything different. Hmm. I know they used to. Well, that's have a missed a opportunity. Band. They used to have a band that played Christmas music as you walked out. But now that is where Walt's well, statue so, is. So with the new, with the new lighting system on the the, space yeah. Earth, you'd think that they would have it like look like giant like Christmas ornaments or something. I'm sure they're gonna do something with the lighting structure on right. Spaceship Earth. That's gonna do. You know, I can remember when we went one time, and maybe it was New Year's. They put. You know, they put up there at the end of the fireworks show. You know, because you've got the new fireworks mm. show now, luminous. You know, but they would put a banner up there that would say Merry Christmas or Happy New Year or, you know, something. I, I'm sure they're going to do something as you even get closer to the holiday. Right. Um, they have the Christmas music that plays throughout the park, which I, I love the Christmas loop. I think it's really good. Um, but I, I'm sure they're going to probably do something. It's probably also a lot to do with give construction. Christmas spirit. Right. All right. So let's hop on the let's hop on the monorail. We're leaving Epcot. We're heading over towards the main attraction. We can met, let, let's quickly just talk about some of the resorts that are right there because I feel like those are, even though like Beach Club and Boardwalk, they have a lot of the deluxe resorts and they have a lot of stuff. The Loop and I guess a little offshoot, which is Wilderness Lodge, which is personally my favorite resort. I feel like they are the ones that you're going to get mo the most Christmas feel out of when you get to a lot of the resorts. Is there one that stands out to everybody when we're talking about one of the hotels? We know Sue has a comment. She wants another vote. <laughs> what is better than a life-size gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian, folks? You walk through the doors and it just hits you. It does. Like a gingerbread wall. <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> it is it's amazing true. to see that and especially like sue you were mentioning on the last podcast how you got to watch them kind of construct it and put it together and the fact that it is it's it's real gingerbread it's not just made to look like a gingerbread house it is real gingerbread it's edible even though stewart no you're not allowed to rip a shingle off and eat it you you know you could i guess if you really wanted to <laughs> the as long as you can run real fast that's all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's not my favorite hotel for the holiday season, but when it comes to the gingerbread house, 
aspect of all of them, Grand Floridian definitely takes the gingerbread. Your favorite resort is Wilderness Lodge. That might be my favorite Christmas tree. It doesn't get more Christmas than a giant log cabin with a big fireplace, a giant awesome tree, all the garland hanging around all of the terraces and stuff. That is... To me, with even without the Christmas decorations, that to me is like the most beautiful resort. And at Christmas time, you can't beat that. Yeah, I would sit in that lobby and wait for Santa all day. Like that is what I would do if I could do anything on Christmas. Wilderness Lodge is my favorite. Do they have a gingerbread house? No. But they're one of the. They don't have a. There's only. There's only five resorts that have gingerbread houses. Okay. Animal Kingdom Lodge, Boardwalk. I counting yacht and beach club as one resort, even though they are separate. Um, Contemporary has one right now, and Grand Floridian. Okay. Well then, Wilderness Lodge needs to get one, but whatever. But that's my favorite one. What What about uh, you, Claire? Do you have a favorite one of those resorts? So I, I do love the Grand Floridian, but I cannot get enough of a bit of Melikalikimaka and head me over to oh, the Polynesian. Nice. Uh, for some some Christmas decorations there, and um, you know, like the Poly is like a one resort for me. It, I've not stayed there yet, notice the yet because I will. Um, I just love it at, at all times of year, but I, I just think that at that point, it, the tropical Hawaiian Christmas is like mm-hmm. certainly from here in the UK, it's like a dream come true. So um, <laughs> tie that in with Trader Sam's and the Tiki Terrace and some food in the Tambu Lounge, and it's what's not to love. I like it. I definitely. So I love the Polynesian. I don't know if we've ever been over there for for the holiday season because, like, in my brain, I'm like, uh, I don't want warm and tropical for the holidays. I want cold. I want snow. But I mean, at the same time, you're right. It's still it's beautiful. Like, I mean, lights on a palm tree is one of the coolest things. Like when you put those Christmas lights on a palm tree, that that that's yeah. That's it's a very awesome. pretty resort. I, yeah. I mean, it is. It's a it's it's a it's a really pretty resort at Christmas. Right. <laughs> Stuart, what about you? Do you have a favorite loop one? I, I I will always say the contemporary, and it's you know I've never stayed at the contemporary. I've been there a, a handful of times with you know eating at California Mickey's. Bill? No, oh, Mickey's Chef brunch. Mickey's. Yeah, Chef Mickey's. I I don't know. I just, I, if unlimited funds came my way and maybe it was a solo trip or something, I would probably try to do it. They do have a really cool Christmas tree outside of the Contemporary. The tree outside of the Contemporary is by far the largest tree on property, I think. I mean, it's ginormous. And they decorate it and make it all. It is. It's beautiful. It's really pretty. And Matthew, they have a I want to house. change my vote. <laughs> the contemporary, it's um, it, the contemporary has a gingerbread house. Is it? Is it? It's a small world. I know one year it was like themed to it's a small world. I don't know. I think what it, it changes. It changes. I think it changes year. each year. Because like Grand Floridian is always the gingerbread house. Like it's always they might alter the way it looked, but it's always the gingerbread house. And I believe Beach Club is always the carousel. Right, which this year has uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie for Right, so they might add like different characters. To this year, yes, it is. Um, it's a small world with a tribute to Disney 100 with a Minnie and Mickey statue um, cool. on like that silver platform 
like the parks have right. for the 50th. Yeah. And they and the fun thing is is they do sell gingerbread from the the display area. Mm. So like you can go buy the the gingerbread cookies. See Stuart, you know. they don't want you to bite the house. They want you to just buy the nicely prepackaged shingle that you It's really it's really here. cool. In the Grand Floridian, they sell the gingerbread out of the gingerbread house. Yeah. So like the workers are in the gingerbread house. Yeah. And it's good gingerbread. It is. We got it the one year. But the best part about staying at the Contemporary is that walk over to Magic Kingdom. It's close. Yeah. And maybe that's what I'm attracted to. That's what, <laughs> that's what I want to just, I don't know. I love staying at the resorts, but I always feel like if I'm staying at a resort, I'm not in a park. All right. So let's go to the park. Main attraction time. We're heading into Magic Kingdom. I mean, is there anything better than Main Street at Christmas time? No, there isn't. Especially when it starts to snope and and you hear the the carolers and you're just sitting there watching people. I don't know what. There's nothing better. Claire, what is it? Yeah, what is it about walking on Main Street? So there is the all of the amazing decorations, and then if you're really lucky and time it well, you'll come across the Dapper Dans in their Christmas uh, waistcoat singing their Christmas medley. And that for me is like the perfect moment. If only the trolley was there, but we'll, we'll gloss over that. But if if I can find the Dapper Dans on Main Street, I am a happy girl for the rest of the day. That's awesome. Yeah, the Dapper Dans always put on a great show, no matter what time it is. But again, when you combine Christmas and Disney, it just right. takes it to a whole other level. Sue, Main Street, you walked in. What is it? What hits you first? You know what? The castle. Just looking down with the ornaments and the wreaths and all of that, it's just that whole view. It builds up. It's it's just the whole atmosphere, the music, the decorations, everything. I love how it's like it's almost like uh, experiencing it in layers. Because when you walk through the train station, well, first of all, when you walk up to the train station, right, it's all nice and decorated, and you're like, oh, like this could be the entrance, and then you walk through the train station. And then you have the central hub and it's got the giant, awesome, like classic Christmas tree with all the decorations around it. And you can't see Main Street and you can't see the castle because you actually have to walk around it. And then you get around the tree and you look down and it's another thing. You're just like, it just doesn't stop. It's like one thing after another. and It gets bigger and better each time. And that is where I could spend most of my day. If I'm not sitting in the lobby at Wilderness Lodge, like if I could just sit on Main Street and watch the parades and people watch and walk in and out of the stores. They decorate the windows for Christmas, right? Like that's a pretty, I don't know. So over in the UK, do they do window decorating? Cause like here in the US, that was like a famous thing in New York. You go window decorating. So know. some of, yeah, some of the larger stores in London, places like Fordham and Mason's and Selfridges okay. and Harrods do, but it's the, the decoration that we have here is nothing like you do in the US. So right. for me, going up Main Street and seeing how all the windows done is, it's just yet another layer of the onion. You know, it's the, the next thing that makes you think the attention to detail. And I'm a, I love all the attention to detail and the meaning behind things. So I can spend, just like you, I can spend hours on Main Street at any time of the year, but particularly in the holidays. And then, I mean, it's, it's almost like you get to experience it in two different ways when you go during the day and then when you go back at nighttime, because I love decorations all the time, but it's it doesn't get better than when it's dark and they all light up because I like the twinkling lights just add something to it that 
<laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. I, I'm pretty sure everyone listens knows what I'm talking about because that's why we do it, right? That's why we cover the fronts of our house in lights. That's why our trees are all lit up. It, it's just something about that time of year when you when you do that. And Main Street, like I want my house to look like Main Street. I want my like we live in a development in a in a townhouse development. One of the things that I do is I decorate our main street because I'm like we didn't we never did that. So I decorate our main sign. I put wreaths on all of the the street signs. I decorate the playgrounds because I'm like I want to drive through Main Street and see decorations, and that's like the closest that I could you know that I can do to it. So we we've got through Main Street. All right, what else? What else are we doing to celebrate the holidays at Magic Kingdom? Jingle Cruise. Yeah. I like it because like the jungle cruise is the best attraction ever and if you make it the jingle cruise it just takes it up to the next level it, it was the, it was literally the first thing first attraction i did when i was there both both times i've been on the holidays <laughs> it's my it's my straight to i love the music they play in the line at christmas uh, <laughs> i sing along far too loudly um <laughs> but i love i love the the change in narration and the different puns that are happening um jingle cruise and, and the way they decorate the attraction as well it's really clever i love it the music on the queue is definitely one of the things where i'm like this is awesome it just gets you in the mood right like you almost forget like oh man i have to wait for an hour to get onto this <laughs> this attraction because you are you're just sitting there and you're you're bopping along and singing i remember bringing lincoln when he's like two and you're it's nighttime so he's tired she's holding him and yet he's we have pictures of him like laughing and smiling because of the music and he's excited to go on the ride and the decorations and stuff yeah i love how they do that i love how they don't go overboard with overlays for the holidays they don't do like they could easily do it on every attraction in every park but they don't do that like there's only one or two maybe like i don't think they do anything at animal kingdom for any of the attractions because i don't know if there is anywhere they could do it hollywood studios do they do any like i don't think any attractions have anything it's just it's just epcot and magic kingdom so epcot you get living with the land they did do guardians of the galaxy last year but unfortunately that didn't return this year but uh yeah so they they did do that but they they don't have the that ride anymore or they have the ride of course my favorite ride but they don't have the the track on it but uh and then over at magic kingdom it's it's jingle cruise and that's definitely the biggest one is there anything else in, in do they they do stuff on small world don't they don't they do some of that I think outfits? it's minimal though I, right. I think it's, it's minimal a few on of the little small outfits world. that they change on it's a small world the last section on small world the music is changed to a Christmas carol it's got Christmas mm. music rather in the last room okay. so it does the, the music changes has anybody been able to go to Anaheim and sing the uh the overlay for Haunted Mansion to, I was like, I've seen it. <laughs> Let okay, me just so, say, it is literally my favorite <laughs> ride of any park I have ever been to. Wow! So that's okay, so a lot. I grew up the in Nightmare Before Christmas is incredible, <laughs> and I'll make you laugh. I've never seen the movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> So I, I grew up, I grew up on the West Coast, and so I've been to Disneyland a ton, right? I've never been able to see that overlay until this last September. So we were able to see it, and I actually don't like Nightmare Before Christmas. I think it's kind of a mid movie. 
I loved the overlay though. I think mm. the overlay was amazing. Do I want it in Walt Disney World? No, because then that means, you know, leave something special for each part, right. right? But yeah, that was pretty amazing. I just had to throw that in there. And Sue, yes, you're right. That is a great, great ride. Yeah, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. I wrote okay. it four times. <laughs> wow, it was actually open four times for you to write it? Because it's pretty... Breaks down. We we got in line for it three times and only was able to write it once. Okay, well, let's go back over to the other side of the country, Stuart. Yes. Okay, fine. <laughs> and I think we've been putting it off because it is the main event, right? If you're going to Magic Kingdom and you're going to cap off your visit to Magic Kingdom that night, you're going to go to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Like, and I you're going to sit on Main Street and watch the parade with the snow. There's nothing more magical. I'm going to put a little, I'm going to edit it in. It's going to be a little counter of how many times the two of you are doing vote grabs on the episode. It's just going to click every time there's somebody doing it. Ding. But, but I mean, you're right. Like uh, my favorite part of the, the whole party is the parade. I love the, the marching wooding soldiers. And if I could sit on Main Street and it's snoping while they're marching down, sure, that's going to be like the best uh, thing that I can experience. But has has everybody gone to the party, first of all, before we, we start? Oh, we have two. No, rows. I have not. Okay, Sue, you've been to the party. Uh, yes. 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 It's fun. You know, they've got some, they've got probably, I will venture to say the rarest character sighting. Um, picture opportunity of anything. They have Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Wow, um, that's... that that is the that is the be all end all longest line that you mm -hmm. will come to. Um, they have You're that votes to to Will. That's okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll I'll let Will have one. I'll let Will have one. Um, but no, you know, and right after that run the Sandy Claws, of course. Uh, but, you know, they've got wonderful character uh, meet and greets. Um, they've got it set up. You can go to the little things. You can get hot cocoa and cookies. That's all included. Um, you know, the fireworks show that happens during the party, phenomenal. The parade, look, there to me is nothing better than having the wooden soldiers march down main street yep my most favorite um, the way sound. they clap their feet and that yeah. stomp and the beat. most favorite yeah. so they do the parade twice right during the parties they do they do early and they do a late um if you have the ability to stay up for the late do the late the crowd is is much better at the late parade than it is at the earlier parade right um, and what I tell them is go ride rides or go do the characters that you want to see during the early and then see the late parade and head out. Okay, so as someone who's never been to the party and again, you know, party of five or whatever, is it a lot extra cash? I mean, how much extra cash is that? Like to it's buy a, the ticket? Yeah, it's a fair amount, isn't it? Yeah, it runs from, I think this year it was about 129 for the beginning parties to like 180 80, yeah. Yeah, towards the Christmas. The closer you get to the holiday, the more expensive the ticket gets. Yeah. But instead of getting a day park ticket and the evening, 
You can just enter at, I think it's about four o'clock. Four o'clock. So you're still getting your fill of the park. So instead of paying for both, do a pool morning, a relaxing morning. So that way you can stay out until the later evening. And then maybe the next day do a later morning at Hollywood and go to Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. You know, like you would have to think about mapping it out, especially to make it you just want to feasible get, for your you family. Everything, just buy every ticket. It doesn't matter. Well, instead of doing a day ticket, just go to the parties. The parties. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of people will go down there for, um, you know, three, four days. And I'll, I'll tell you in ticket pricing with Disney, um, your biggest jump is when you go from the in in price one two three days going to that fourth day is where the the big last big jump happens once you get past four days you go to four five six <laughs> the increase in ticket pricing is minimal so if you're gonna just do a short trip do exactly as crystal says do that you know one two three day ticket and instead of getting that fourth day ticket go ahead and do the the christmas party i mean Mm -hmm. it's worth it to me it's it's probably i like the christmas party better than i like the the halloween party me too um you know and i love the halloween party but uh, you know the the christmas parade to me is the 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 best parade (laughs) that they have yep. um and you you can only see it during the christmas day and then it runs on christmas day mm-hmm. um the the christmas time parade will run on christmas day only um so it's either the party or christmas day i'll take the party <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it like i i you know i don't like spending all of our money on, on this stuff but i it is worth it for me to to spend the money to go to that event it is the one that I have no problem doing out of all of the other events. I would rather, if I had to pick between Halloween or Christmas, I love Halloween, like Sue said, but I would I would definitely take the Christmas party because you do, you get all the characters, you get a couple special events with the, they have like, they have a stage show. They have the fireworks, they have the parade, that, that hot chocolate cookie stroll where you go to like, there's like what, like six or seven different locations where they give you a different type of Christmas cookie. So Stuart, I know that's right up your alley. And that's included in the price of the ticket. You don't have to buy each cookie. You get hot chocolate, you get eggnog. They have like- That's where I make my money back, by the way. (laughs) You just keep going around and keep getting the cookies. Stuart's like I'm getting one hundred and eighty dollars worth of cookies tonight. And they're Cheryl's cookies. Those those are delicious. So oh, is it Cheryl? Yeah, it's the Cheryl's okay. cookies. So that's not bad. All right. Is there anything about about Magic Kingdom that we want to touch on before we we wrap up? I know it's crowded, but Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day is kind of amazing. Oh I mean, my gosh. I couldn't imagine. It's it's crowded, right? Don't get me wrong. It's not it's not for the faint of heart. But there is something nice about being there on Christmas Day. Same with New Year's Eve. Um, We were lucky enough. I mean, like I said, I've been to Disneyland a bunch on New Year's Eve. And you do the countdown and you see all the things. uh, Magic Kingdom's no different. So uh, it's it's just a great time. Excellent. I I would love to be able to actually be there on the day. Maybe when the boys are older one day, we'll try it. I was just going to say that I don't think I could do that with little kids right i mean you you kind of have to have a little bit of a stamina right to right. do that <laughs> all right before we move on to kind of wrapping up real quick 
each of you, what is your one favorite thing about Christmas at Walt Disney World? Out of all the parks and resorts, anything, what is that one thing where you're like, this is it. I feel like it's Christmas. This is the special thing. Stuart, you're on the top of our screen, so we're going to start with you. Okay. The joke is... Uh, getting the cranberry mule from Boathouse. <laughs> yeah. He just had no, to throw one no, more in. Throw one more, throw one more. Yeah. I, Okay. Okay. Yes. But honestly, I love walking around Disney Springs because I don't feel the pressure of having to like go to everything because I just paid for a whole bunch of money to go to everything, right? Mm. Just, it's chill. It's relaxing. You walk around Disney Springs. You hear that Disney music. You see the Disney trees. You can do a little bit. talk about the Christmas tree stroll. Yeah, you can do the Christmas tree stroll. You can do all of those things, and it's really relaxing. And if, you know, you're all like me, your whole life is really stressful. And when you go to Disney, you don't want to have that. So um, the the more you can do things to relax that, I, I'm all for it. I like it. It's more of like a chill, just yep. kind of be there in the moment type of thing where mm-hmm. you, you enjoy that. All right, Claire, what about you? When you're coming over from the UK, what is the one thing that you're like, this is it? For me, I think the one thing that absolutely signifies Christmas at Disney, and I'm going to be really naughty and cheat here, uh, is all the all the music I'm cheating. So whether that be the background blue for Echo Lake, Voices of Liberty, Dapper Dance, the music as you stroll around World Showcase, all of that change in the music, just it, it pluses the atmosphere um, and it, you feel Christmassy all the time. So yeah, all of the music sorry Claire no that's that's a pro move right there because you're like I'm gonna say music but that means I could talk about Dapper Dance and Echo Lake and all of those I get it all I I love it that's the way to do it I may or may not pay an internet station money to listen to Christmas music from Disneyland on a regular basis so (laughs) I get it I love it and and it, it is true the music does it completes the entire experience for you like, I could not imagine walking around, even just on a regular day, I could not imagine walking around with no music. Like, just hearing the people talking in the crowds and stuff, it would take you out of it. And that music, especially at Christmas time, is is a, a big part of it. I, I... Go ahead, Sue. You're done. You're ready to go. <laughs> I am ready to go. Um, Did you write another me? narrative for us? No, it's uh, no, just <laughs> I thought you I thought you were penning something for us like the last episode. We actually uh, got a comment about it, how wonderful it, your your narrative was on one of them. <laughs> so it oh, really sold it for me at the end there. Yeah, well, you know, when you walk out of Grand Floridian, you have your spirit shirt on, <laughs> you throw your backpack over the back, and you take the monorail over to the magic kingdom. No. Um and look, I'm I am a magic kingdom girl through and through. Uh, best part for me is just getting there and hitting Main Street, seeing the the whole Main Street decorated and all of that. Uh, that that's me. Um, that's my soft spot. That's what's best for me. And and that to me is the most. I literally tell people it's the most magical place you can go. Yeah. And um, and that will get me every time. See, I have my little Mickey Santa hat on. <laughs> um, you know, that's just that that's that's gives me the feels, all the feels I need for Disney. Yeah. I like all of them. I mean, I, it's hard for me to pick. Just being there, enjoying everything, being with family. But we want to say thank you. But before we do 
you know, end the show and let you go. We did say at the beginning, we have to put our two new guests that have joined us on the episode, which we're very appreciative of, but we got to put you through the lightning lane. So like lightning round, I keep saying lightning lane, lightning round. So I promise it doesn't cost $17.99 a question. It's just, (laughs) (laughs) so uh, it's no, there's no gotchas. It's not hard. It's just kind of like, what's your favorite this and about Disney to, so everyone in the Ohana listening gets to know each other a little bit better. Crystal always does this because she loves asking people questions and getting to know them. So I'm going to let her take it away. We're going to go back and forth. So Stuart, which you can both answer if you want. Um, What's your favorite festival? Do you have a favorite festival? The one where I get to eat the food. (laughs) So all of them. (laughs) So all of them. Yeah, no, uh, um, probably Festival of the Arts. Uh, I really appreciate art in community and um, community art sort of things and collaborative art sort of things. and, And that sort of touches all of those. What about you, Claire? Uh, it will be Halloween for me because here in the UK, we really don't do Halloween celebrations. It's not a thing. So being in Disney for Halloween is a big thing. And I love it. I like that. Disney cocktail. <laughs> I mean, if you don't say Duck Duck Raz, are you even... No. <laughs> for me personally, it's that cranberry mule. What about you, Claire? Probably too slushy. many. Great goose slushy all the way, every time. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Disney character? Um, yes, Robin Hood. If I could see Robin Hood in the parks, I would be a seven-year-old kid again. Um, <laughs> and and if there's a long story to that. Uh, so yeah, that's my favorite Disney character. What about so you, Claire? I, Do you have one? I, I, I have, can I have two? Yeah, because one, of course. So Donald, without question, because I, I just love the fact that he doesn't care that he's grumpy and his whole approach to life is different um but i have a special love for gaston i'm afraid oh nice that's one of my favorites too yeah yeah do you have a favorite movie or show because i see a lot of stuff in claire's background that (laughs) suggests a favorite show or just character or just character (laughs) in terms of like a tv show like sure. a Disney show, or a Disney, Disney movie. yeah. I, I don't, but I, I this, this this old movie that I used to watch as a little kid. Um, <laughs> Robin, Robin. No, it's 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 Robin Hood, and I will and I will. If you've talked to me at any moment, any amount of time, you will know that that Robin Hood is the best Disney animated movie that's <laughs> ever been made. I know um, we've had to search for Robin Hood pins while we were down in Disney World. You for you. you might have yes. <laughs> Uh, it, no, I, I love that movie. All right, I tried to give you some time. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I think in terms of like TV show, Loki for me, both seasons. Loki was amazing. Know, is very like mind blowingly good. Yeah. So yeah. Very, very good. Now it's time for Matt to steal the show. Yeah, I always ask this one question because it is my favorite part. And it's what's your favorite restaurant on property? I love Claire's face. <laughs> you just stumped her. You can go. Yeah, uh, you can go. Either one of you. It'll be Gico. Oh. Ooh. Only once, and it was closed oh, for the longest time. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it there. I love the atmosphere. I love the service. I love the food, and I love the, the last time wine. we were there was years ago. So I feel like it's time for a retry for us. Yeah. What about you, Stuart? I. 
okay, I know it's going to sound derivative, but I love Boathouse. I love the atmosphere. I love the food. And again, one of the first times we went, it was pre-COVID, and we had the dining plan, and we just ate so much food. <laughs> and one of the things Disney does really well, and I'm, I'm explaining all this, one of the things Disney does really well is deal with allergies. And mm-hmm. my oldest has a metric boatload of food allergies. And, you know, Boathouse was just like, yep, whatever you want, kid, here we'll you go. take care of it, yeah. Yeah, we'll take care of it. And so that was... A great restaurant. Yeah. I know they all do that, but... Uh, yeah, they do, is, is they do. Want to. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we want to thank you all for, for spending the last, you know, we've been a little longer than we thought, but there's a lot to talk about when it comes to Christmas. So we want to thank you for, for hopping on with us. We really appreciate it. Uh, if we don't talk to you before the holiday, we wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I'm sure we'll talk to chat some way through the social media pages or whatever. Stuart, you're already on it. Sue, you're already on it. Claire, you're going to get an invite to our Married to a Disney Attic podcast like chat group. So every time we have new guests come on, we all add you to the chat. So if you ever want to just say hi and, and whatever. Uh, but we really appreciate you coming on. If you, We'd love to have you on again. So if there's any, ever any topic that you want to talk about, you can let us know. And we'll do an episode or we can reach out. And Stuart, you as well. You know the deal. We've been trying to get you on for a while. So you know how that, that all works. Sue, Matt. I guess we'll have you back on. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I will do that. All right. So we want to thank everyone for hopping on. Um, before we let you go, we know that everybody listening, you can always reach out to each other over on our social media pages through the Ohana. But Claire, you also have a spot where people could reach out and hear a little bit more from you as well if you want to share that with everybody. Oh, thank you so much. Um, so, yeah, I, in the UK, I belong to a, a, a small team of Disney enthusiasts. Uh, and we have a podcast and a YouTube channel, um, which is called The Great British Mickey Waffle. Um, and we do two shows a month and then we do a live show every Wednesday on YouTube, which is at like 3.30 Eastern. So um, you can find us at gbmickeywaffle.com and all of the links are then there. We're on our, all socials. And I just have to say, it's hard for me to to get to their live show because of the timing of it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but the, but their podcast, they're great, they're fun. Mm. So if you if you have not listened to the Great British Mickey Waffle, um, go check them out because they are a lot of fun. <laughs> That's great. We'll put a link to the YouTube channel and the show in our show notes as well for you. So that thank way, you. We've those just of you listen. We have just released our hundredth um, podcast. Uh, we're going like four and a half years so yeah wow, it's, um, congratulations it's been, it's been a journey <laughs> so you're celebrating your 100th anniversary at the same time disney is so that's very you know poetic what? it was very kind of disney to tie it up with us right that's what <laughs> to put all those 100 decorations around the parks right. for you guys that's great we yeah. appreciated it yeah i'll have to see if they could do that for us in a couple of years <laughs> all right well thank you all again we really appreciate it and we will talk to you all soon Well, that's it for today's episode. We want to say a big thank you to our guests, Sue, Claire, and Stuart, for spending the time and chatting all things Christmas with us. We also want to thank all of you for tuning in, and we hope that you enjoyed the episode. Be sure to hit that follow button to stay up to date on our latest episodes as they come out. And we also want to invite you onto the podcast to share your Disney story. Feel free to reach out to us either through our website, marriedtoadisneyaddict.com, or over on our social pages at Facebook and Instagram by searching at Married to a Disney Addict to become part of the Ohana. 
Thanks again for joining us this week. From our family to yours, we want to wish all of you a Merry Christmas. And as always, see you real soon. I am good. <laughs> Until then, we'll have to muddle through somehow. So have yourself a merry.